very poor choice of words, doesn't it? We spend this season, we spend this week, we spend this evening thinking about all that Christ went through, his sacrifice for us. We think about his pain, his suffering. We think about what the scripture tells us about the relationship between the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. That they were perfect unity from the beginning of eternity. But in this moment, in this time, when Christ is put on the cross, that changed. And in that moment, this innocent Son of God took on our sin. God the Father poured the wrath that had our name intended for over him. And for the first time and the only time in this moment, his loving Father pulled away from him and turned his back on him. And Christ was alone, bearing our sins on the cross and died a painful death. How can we think about that and say, this is good? But I would like to present some thoughts for you to think about on this evening. There's one sense that this was good and that it fulfilled the plan of God. Christ's sacrifice and death was not some plan B in response to our sinfulness. In Revelations 13.8, Christ is presented as the Lamb who was slain from the foundation of the world. This was part of God's design from the very moment he said, let there be light. Also, Christ's death is a fulfillment of every Old Testament blood sacrifice that was looking forward to the time, to the time where there would be a satisfactory and perfect sacrifice. Another thing to consider is looking at our state that there is absolutely no way to unite us with our Creator from our own efforts. And the scriptures teach us over and over how that is true. The chasm between us and our holy God, we can't even imagine how broad it is. And there is no way on our side to bridge that gap. But let us look at what the scriptures say about this day and what was accomplished. Romans 5, 6 through 10. You see, at just the right time, when we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. Very rarely will anyone die for a righteous person, for an unrighteous person, but though a good person, someone might poss possibly die. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. 
While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Since we have now been justified by his blood, how much more shall we be saved from God's wrath through him? For if, while we were God's enemies, we were reconciled to him through the death of his son, how much more, having been reconciled, shall we be saved through his life? This is the word of the Lord. I'd like to just take a couple of minutes to focus on some aspects of these verses. Um, two things. One, what Paul had to say about us before we met Christ. And then what was accomplished in Christ's death. We are described before coming to Christ as powerless, ungodly, sinners, and God's enemies. We were powerless to do anything about our situation. Uh, the New American Standard Bible says hopeless, and King James says weak. And the root of this word is what was used to describe someone who was deadly ill and feeble. And we were ungodly, both in our state and in our behavior. And we were sinners. Now, we are still sinners, but at that point, we were sinners without hope. And now we are sinners with hope and a solution. And we were God's enemies. It's, that was a hard one for us to swallow sometimes. It's like, well, I, I didn't hate God. I didn't do anything against him. I just wasn't interested in Christ's religion. But every sin is an attack upon his kingdom and upon his holiness. But what was accomplished? What Paul lists here is that we were justified, we were saved, we were reconciled, and one more I want to pull from Romans uh, 3.24. Uh, we were redeemed. Now that scripture is, For we all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, and all are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus. And sometimes we say these words and we don't really think about what they mean for us. But in that we are justified means that we are seen and treated as if we were completely righteous. And through Christ's death, God is able to be merciful at the same time, not turn away from his justice and his demand for holiness. We were saved, we were saved from his wrath, and we were saved to the guarantee of heaven. And we were reconciled. And reconciled, if you think about it, is when obstacles are removed and that we're able to reunite or unite with someone loved. And then the word from Romans 3, redeemed, the root of that word is connected with the price paid for prisoners of war. And brothers and sisters, were we not prisoners with no hope, no direction? 
This is a somber day, but it is a day of victory and freedom bought with a very, very high price. To close, I would encourage you to think about three words, which are Christ's final words. It is finished. Praise God. There's not one more thing to add. There's not one more thing to satisfy God. It is completely sufficient for all of our needs, and it is unchangeable. And in that sense, this is a good day. Would you pray with me? Heavenly Father, thank you, thank you, thank you. Our hearts are touched, our hearts are broken. And we look forward to Easter, but Lord, we want to embrace what happened this day and the sacrifice made for our souls, Lord. And I ask that if any here does not yet know you, may they, in faith that you give them, receive the atonement for their sins and embrace Christ as their Savior. And we give you all the glory in Christ and we ask. Amen.